<laughs> That's what you sound like. Quick shout out to Mike Tyson. This episode, the funeral of the Tunanishu podcast, is being recorded in the Coffin Comedy Club. <laughs> if you didn't listen last week, the Coffin Comedy Club is what I would open right now if I were able to. So for now, I'll own and operate it exclusively out of my imagination. As for the funeral, I want to do this now because I've been thinking about it for a really long time, actually. It's an idea I've wanted to use ever since my communications class. I wanted to do a speech, the speech that I would give at my funeral if I could. But I can't because I'll be dead. And when I'm dead, I'm not hanging around in this physical form or on this funky fucking planet I've been stuck on. And there isn't going to be a cool comedian medium comedium like I was talking about being last week to tell the jokes of ghosts and shit. And I wouldn't be here anyway, so it doesn't matter. What matters is this is the funeral episode. This is me getting to talk about the Tudanishu podcast once it dies and I won't have it anymore to do that. Or to talk about myself once I'm dead and I won't have me anymore to do that. Plus, last week I decided to kill what was the show before now. I decided to kill that format and that way of doing the show. Even if I decide to go back to that and do something similar, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be that show. So that's dead. Goodbye, that part of Tunanishu podcast. Rest in peace. This is your funeral. American funerals suck, though. I think. I don't know. I haven't been to one yet. Luckily, I appreciate that. I know I'm fortunate that I haven't had to deal with that yet. Although it's just gonna make it harder when I finally do, which is why I like to think about and talk about this. At the Coffin Comedy Club, I've got an ace research team. I've hired some really intellectual and intelligently funny people to research things that should have some factual accuracy. I told them to figure out where funerals came from, how they started, what people in our history of humanity thought that we should do that. Find out what time in that timeline that they started doing that. Dogs and cats were burying their own shit. Why did we start burying our people? When did we put them in the boxes? When did we make those boxes nicer and fancier with the nice linings and cost thousands of dollars? And when did some people decide, fuck that, I just want to burn this person? Why don't we grow flowers and shit out of them? Luckily, I'm not in charge of the research because I'm not as organized as them and I just have like bones and hair and patches of blood all over the place as I was trying to figure this out and put it together and present it. That's not all, though. I think we also need anecdotes and examples of some of the greatest funerals that have ever happened. Like Lincoln's funeral. I bet he had a great funeral. And I want to know what John Wilkes Booth was doing on that day, at that time. Unfortunately, none of that's real. 
like a lot of most of the Tunanishu podcast, is just me floating around in my head and sometimes dragging you guys with me. I don't have ace researchers, I don't have a coffin comedy club, and I'm probably not going to have a funeral, although I will die someday, as will the Tunanishu podcast. What I do have is now, right now, and we can kill last year. I know a lot of people had a really shitty year last year, and... Last year, I thought it wasn't that bad, but looking back on it now in hindsight, I realized that there was a lot of stuff, a lot of parts of me that died, or that I'd finally like to just kill off now and clear the air. Because a lot of this shit, whether I talk about it or not, does kind of hang out, hang around inside me in these imagination excursions I try to take you on. That stuff in there is blocking. It's clutter. It's like fucking hoarding internally. So let's kill it. Let's kill off those parts of my year and maybe you can go through as well and do the same for yourself. The first thing is me. I think it started really in 2017 where physically I felt a change. I could feel the switch from being youthful and quickly recovering to maybe now having things that my body just wasn't going to fix on its own. I assumed that had something to do with my unhealthy lifestyle and the shit that I was putting myself through working as a cook. So the first step was to get out of that industry and try and rest so that I could maybe recover from that. And it wasn't really until around last year that I saw that that wasn't really happening And that in last year, once the pandemic hit, once I was stuck at home all the time with school and work, my mind started getting bad too. I wasn't that physical at this point anymore, and I was okay with that, not having that physical ability as much. I was cool with being a little more dormant. But my internal world, my being able to think the way that I do, has always been one of, if not the most important thing to me, and who and how I am. And so initially, with that clouding setting in, I assumed it was anxious, or stress, or the pandemic. It was a weird fucking time. A lot of stuff was happening, and it was kind of hard to deal with. I thought it would get better. I started eating better. I started, I quit smoking. I was trying to do things that I thought would help it. And it didn't. I adapted. I got a little bit better at dealing with it and just figured it was probably me getting older. That's my brain now. That's it slowing down because of the lifestyle that I live with all the other shit in my life now. It wasn't just me, though. I could see it in other people, and especially in my mom. And that sucked, and that had been somewhat of a long time coming. With her, I was hoping it was retirement, because she had finally retired, and just being homebound so much. She's never really been an active person with hobbies or anything. 
And so not having work finally, not having to deal with as much stuff with her children, including me, finally slowing down, I figured was a big part of it. It turns out, and we finally found out last year, that she has dementia and Alzheimer's. I've heard some people talk a little bit about this, but of course I'm not like those people, so it's a very different experience for me. It's hard. It's hard on any level to watch someone just slowly rot like that, especially if it's your own mother and someone who, before that, was... In ways, I almost wish that she had or would just die without having to go through this. Because it's like watching her just slowly die, like every day or every time I talk to her, just seeing her a little bit less. Parts of her mind and the identity that she held with it just dying. Like parts of me, and now with it, my home. The home that I'd grown up in, the place that I'd always come back to, no matter where else I'd been. That, because of my mom, and because of how I was becoming, didn't feel like a home anymore. Not with having to work there, and go to school there, and to be trapped in there all the time with those people all the time because of the pandemic. And my stepdad, who's just a fucking hard person to live with, didn't take my brother long at all to realize that and to be very open and vocal about it. And because of who I am and because of how I am, I listen because that's important. It's important to listen to people, to let people express that, especially if that's one of the only ways that they have to do it. I know for me, it's always been important to find an outlet to get shit out from inside of me. And for a long time, that was art. But during high school, I figured out that I was also able to do that with human interaction with my friends. And I loved that. And I loved them so much that that was my new focus. That was what I wanted to do. At the time, I said I wanted to be happy. Later on, I would call it, I wanted to articulate the human experience, but really, I just wanted to spend as much time with my friends as I was able to, to allow myself those opportunities and to be able to offer them to them as well. And we did. For over 10 years, we were incredibly close. But in this year that last year was, I was able to see these things happening of myself and parts of me dying off, of losing my mom and watching her slowly rot away, of my home no longer being my home, and in not having that outlet anymore to even express or talk about that. To have those people that I had previously depended on, that I had shared that with mutually for decade, not be there physically as much as they were just drifting away now mentally too. Initially it was just that, just kind of the idea 
idea of it and the feeling of it, but the more I started to look at it, the more I could see it more long term than that too, even that this had like started years ago. So me, mom, home, and friends wasn't even all. It was also like the death of the future that I had been working on since 2017. Back when I decided to make those other changes and I decided to go to school to find a new career for me to pursue, to find a new future for myself, and school was the way that I was moving toward that. That was the path that I had chosen and that I liked and then loved and that was working out incredibly well for me. That pushed me on the path of comedy and this... But when that shit switched over to digital, it was not the same. It was not what I wanted anymore. I thought it would be a brief break that once I got back, I would be going to ASU and pursuing my bachelor's degree, and I would still have scholarships and grants supporting me to do that and to help as I did that so that I wouldn't have to work as much. But by the time that finally happened, I felt good enough about what was happening about this comedy thing and about the podcast and about the other new changes that were taking place in my life. And I had to get the fuck out of that house that I was living in that no longer was my home where I was just watching my mom rot every day. So, shit, that got away from me a bit. But let's take all of that, and let's kill it. Quick shout out to Mike Tyson. Research team, now would be the perfect time to have the research team figure out what method would be best for killing that. I still like cannons. I still want to shoot stuff out of cannons, like, regularly. This episode wasn't funny, Probably, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't, or what I wanted it to be, but it is. This is what the podcast is now. We'll keep killing, and in the Coffin Comedy Club, which we can use for now as like our secret way of identifying that we're in this together. But not in a QAnon, KKK, or culty kind of a way, just a nice secret society that's secretly doing nice things for at least each other, if not lots of other people. And to really end this episode on an upbeat note, I have finally worked the last day of this horrible personal hell captioning job. I am done, and that should never ever happen to me again, and I will be taking my two weeks with my sick time and vacation And to really end really, really positive, shout out to Mike Tyson.